uh, South Africans posting too much on social media, well, I think um, they have the same kind of trend ability as the rest of the world. So if we've got 16 million people currently using Facebook, and the number grows according to the rest of the social networks. You've got Twitter and 8 million, Instagram and 3.8 million, LinkedIn 6.1 million, and YouTube with 8.74 million users. I don't think it's a case of them posting too much, but the kind of content that they choose to put out. So there's a, a vast difference between those two actions, purely because you can post all the time, post every day, but the kind of content you post and the impact that it has on your community of users that engage with you daily or people who just happen to come upon it is a different story. When one looks at the Sashi Naidu case, she mm-hmm. claims that she copied and pasted information. How dangerous is this? So it's incredibly surprising that in this day and age, people still uh, rely on the fact that if they see a piece of information that they assume to be true, that it would be. And that, uh, for me, uh, tells me maybe she did it in a, in a spur of the second moment, but with the immense detail of her post, it doesn't appear to be so. So that is quite weak in its response, and a lot of people may offer that as a suggestion. But people lose sight that the moment something posted on social media sites is considered published, um, and therefore subject to laws applicable to traditional media, such as newspapers. And this is the thing, right? Freedom of expression, it's not an absolute right. As soon as you publish something that has a negative impact on the rights of others, then your right to freedom of expression may be limited. And this is, I think, the fine line that people forget very quickly because it's very easy. We are all publishers. incredibly easy to type up something to a comment that you saw, and it spirals out of control within seconds. So it's incredibly dangerous not to question first what... Uh, with an objective mindset, but it doesn't allow us to infringe on the rights of others and put that out into space that immediately impacts the rest of the world. So what is the impact of putting out things into space that, like you say, infringes on another person's right? Hmm. So, you know, Rachel, we talk about hate speech, right? The hate speech is where the contention or the conflict and, and the absolute yes or no, right or wrong comes in. Hate speech is considered... A speech, gesture, writing, display, anything that will incite violence or prejudicial action against a protected individual group, or if it intimidates a protected individual or group. Now, the law around that is that the law may identify a protected individual or protected group by disability, ethnicity, gender, nationality, religion, race, sexual orientation, or other characteristics. And the freedom of speech is a constitutional right, but not an absolute defining right like um, a divine law, if what you say or publish on a social media platform will have a negative impact on the rights of someone else. And that's when your right then is limited because you're inciting hate, prejudice, violence. In this case, there are a few examples we've seen in the South African industry that was taken to court and obviously a, a legal precedent is set. There was a case in Hawking where a woman was awarded 40,000 rand in damages when she claimed that her former husband and his new wife were bad-mouthing her on Facebook. And then the judge found that although the former husband was not the author of the post, he was tagged in them and he knew about them. So what he did was allow himself to have an association with that post, and this created a joint liability with the author of the post. This kind of legal precedent that it sets shows that the courts are taking this seriously. You're subject to traditional laws that apply to 
traditional media, like newspapers and magazines and similar. And so I think people use the options of stop, think, and consult. Stop, think, consult. Why would you do that? You'd stop because you understand that this could have a larger impact on society and on yourself for the future of yourself, your family, your children, your community, the people that you associate with. Think because it's important to critically analyze what we do in our daily lives. Does it make sense? Will it hurt other people? Is this in keeping with what my values are? Is it in keeping with being constitutionally appropriate so that I protect the values of other people around me? What do these things mean to you? And are you creating a better world because of what you think and what you say? 